Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 159, Ranger Command interview Renegade Games, Rise of the Psycho Rangers, recorded on May 8th, 2020. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Sound Ranger up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as b 47 This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., Doug F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Eric D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callum M., Mason M., Raheem Y., Dare G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. This episode is also brought to you by Renegade Games, Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, Rise of the Psycho Rangers. On Tuesday, May 12th, check our show notes of this episode for a link to the Kickstarter campaign at rangercommand.com. Today we are interviewing Jonathan Ying, best known in Ranger Nation as the game designer for Renegade Games' Heroes of the Grid. Some of the other games he has designed include Star Wars Imperial Assault, Bargain Quest, Doom the Board Game, Sonic the Hedgehog Dice Rush, and more. The newest Kickstarter campaign for Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid expansion Rise of the Psycho Rangers launches on May 12th. Welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour, Jonathan. Nice to be here. Good to have you on. So we're only a few short days away from the launch of the newest Kickstarter for Rise of the Psycho Rangers. How are you feeling about all this? I'm pretty excited. This is an expansion we've been working on for a while, and it's been pretty intense building it out and like getting all of the content together. The playtest has been really good. I think it's going to be one of the best expansions that we have coming up. I'm excited, but nervous, you know, because like, <laughs> once it's out there, right, it's out there. Like, I can't tweak it anymore. I mean, I, I haven't been able to tweak it for like months now, but like, <laughs> it's nerve wracking. I really excited to see what people think. Excited to see the player response. Yeah, that's awesome. We're excited for it to come out for sure. So first off, before we get into questions about the campaign, I just wanted to introduce you for our listeners who may not be familiar with the game or the work you've done on it. So can you tell us a little bit about your role with the development of the game and at Renegade Games? Sure, yeah. So uh, Scott at Renegade Games first approached me uh, when I had moved to San Diego, and I'd previously done, as you had said, a few other board games. And Renegade was looking to kind of work on some projects with me. We met up to get lunch to see, like, okay, what kind of projects do they have? and he asked me, so do you know anything about Power Rangers? And I like immediately like flipped out. I was like, hold the phone. You, you, you can't just drop that on me. That's awesome. I was like, I'll have you know. <laughs> and he was like, oh, awesome. And like he mentioned that like he had been in talks to get the Power Rangers license for a board game, but they were looking for a designer who kind of knew the IP or mm-hmm. better yet, like really loved the IP to kind of take a crack at it. And 
given like the other games that I'd done, I'd done a lot of licensed products. I'd done a lot of games with very heavy thematic components. Mm -hmm. It seemed like I would be a really good fit. And I was really excited to get started on that project. So after a whole bunch of playtesting and a bunch of design and development, I cooked up what would eventually become Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, which is a cooperative game where up to six players get together, each of them controlling a single ranger, and they defend Angel Grove or some other town, if you're playing with one of the expansions, from sort of waves of villains. Mm-hmm. I think we've been kind of calling it sort of a hero defense game. So it's like tower defense, but instead of, you know, building structures, you're actually controlling individual heroes to defend a location from waves of bad guys. Yeah, and personally myself, I've got all the games, been part of all the Kickstarters. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and everything just from the cards, the artwork, to the miniatures themselves, it's all just really well done. So personally just wanted to say congrats for this whole launch that's been going on for this game because we're in a phase two right Mm -hmm. now right yeah we're kind of like we're deep into yeah phase two which is like it so the game's been out for like over a year now this is kind of where we're hitting our stride right like if it continues to do well here that means we probably have legs to go on for a good long while Mm -hmm. a lot of games kind of peter out within the first year even if they have big expansion models but we seem to have some decent staying power with this one which i'm really excited about it's definitely been a big labor of love i mean i got to write art descriptions for pudgy pig you know like (laughs) it's great it's great no it's awesome like i I love pumpkin rapper robo goat all of those like classic villains that who knew we'd even get to see these in the light of day in a game format like this so it's been fun yeah I think recently the fan pointed out that Heroes of the Grid may be currently the most comprehensive Power Rangers product, like individual product. Mm -hmm. Like Legacy Wars has like a huge cast of characters, but it is mostly Rangers. Heroes of the Grid has like a huge variety of like monsters and Rangers and a whole bunch of different. We've just got a huge amount of representation from all through the franchise right now, which is really cool. It's really awesome. So let's dive into a little bit for the new expansion, the new campaign coming out. Can you break down some of the components of what's going to be available during the Kickstarter? Yeah, so this one is sort of between the original campaign and Zeo, the Zeo campaign, which was a much smaller one, which kind Mm -hmm. of featured the Zeo pack and Tommy Oliver and Mega Goldar. This one, the sort of set piece, is the Rise of the Psycho Rangers big box expansion, which is somewhat similar to the Shattered Grid expansion Mm -hmm. in that it contains a whole bunch of new rangers. In this case, it contains the five space rangers, Andros, Cassie, Carlos, Ashley, and TJ. And it also features a very popular fan request, which is the Psycho Rangers. Nice. Who, you know, everyone's real excited about. And actually, we even include Psycho Green, who was featured very heavily in the Boom comics, Mm -hmm. which are really awesome. And I highly recommend them to anyone excited about Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like we've got, you know, the six Psycho Rangers and the Core 5 Space Rangers and new locations. We got Quantrons, as well as a few new modes to use the Psycho Rangers. So there's several different ways to play with the Psycho Rangers Mm. against them. Like you can fight them as individual enemies, the way like uh, Psycho Pink kind of had her own featured episode where she was kind of just the monster of the week at one point. Right. But you could also fight them as a team all at once as like kind of a big final boss, similar to how we did Cyclopses and Mega Goldar. Okay. But you can also fight them in what is going to be Psycho Assault, where you will fight all five Psycho Rangers during the mission in lieu of fighting the normal set of monsters. Oh. Where normally you only fight two monsters. It was like, okay, well, how do we get them to fight five Psycho Rangers? And that there is a mode for that, where you get to fight them throughout the mission. Like, it just 
If you want to go Psycho Rangers all the way down, <laughs> we got you covered. And to top that all off, we are also including another fan request, which is the Mastermind mode, which mm. will allow one player to sort of take control of the enemy faction of the game. So normally the bad guys like, you know, Rita, the monsters and all the foot soldiers right. are run by a very simple AI that kind of governs where they come out and what they do. Mastermind mode allows a player to have a little bit of control over that and to make tactical decisions for like how the monsters lay out their fights and stuff. It's not like, you know, you're not directly controlling every aspect mm-hmm. of the enemies because that would just be overwhelmingly strong. <laughs> but it does allow one player to kind of feel like the big bad and to kind of generate these really interesting new ways of uh, running encounters and playing the game, which I'm really excited about. That's cool. And that's not just limited to this new pack. You can use that with any villain? Yep, correct. So Mastermind Mode allows you to just, allows a single player to just run the bad guy side for whatever monsters, whatever bosses you use. Yeah, it's sort of kind of a broad structure to allow for that sort of gameplay. I'm really excited. I hope people enjoy it. Uh, We'll see. If that system needs its own expansions in the future, if it like, gets a lot of support, we might even do more Mastermind stuff in later expansions. But that's not all we've got. The <laughs> Though that is kind of the big one, right? Mm-hmm. We've also got another villain pack, villain pack number two, which has a theme. The first villain pack was sort of additional cool monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, with, you know, we unlocked on the Kickstarter, like Polluticorn and Master Vile. Right. Villain pack two is the Machine Empire pack mm. so you've got prince gasket princess archerina louis kaboom king mondo and general vengex was kind of the twist at the end that people weren't expecting which was fun yeah speaking of general vengex like a lot of people were surprised at that reveal just because he was from forever red and yeah. you know he mentioned he was from the machine empire was he pretty much like always an obvious choice for this pack he wasn't we actually had some concerns about including general vengex partly that like fans who only saw rpm might be confused because vengex mm. was also used as the name for the big bad in rpm right but we were thinking like oh well maybe we'll use queen machina or maybe clank and orbis but honestly like i was kind of pushing for including general vengex because like i love the forever red special so yeah. much it kind of was an event that took place later on so it can kind of draw in people who like maybe even weren't that big a fan or like Mm -hmm. weren't around for zeo right here's kind of a somewhat more recent power rangers villain plus he's the shadow borg so (laughs) it's an awesome design and i love the character and it was interesting that he appears in that special but you know he never appeared back among the Mm -hmm. other machine empire storylines And so with this pack, we kind of got the opportunity to get some thematic value out of that, of letting him uh, show up with the Royal House of Gadgetry and kind of bridge that group to make them feel a little more cohesive, which I thought was cool. Yeah. And super detailed design. Like, I've always loved that design. Just the amount of detail that Renegade's able to pack into these figures is pretty nice. Like, even King Mondo it's like spot on <laughs> oh it's so good like nick norman who is our sculptor he also mm-hmm. was the lead sculptor for the doom board game that i worked on oh wow i kind of brought him over i was like oh you know who'd be great at this he did an incredible job i will say uh general vengex is going to be hell for painters <laughs> he's got so <laughs> many tiny like circuitry th- i'm like oh i do not look forward to <laughs> I, I feel bad for the people who are going to uh, be using very, very tiny brushes to paint him. <laughs> It'll be a challenge, but I can't wait to see people paint their general Vengex on this whole set. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have been doing, like, the Zeo Rangers with their really intricate, like, oh, yeah. the kind of full patterning around them, which, yeah, no, it's been nuts. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there's also a storage box, which Mm -hmm. people have been kind of clamoring for some kind of organization. Yeah, like, there are a lot of cards in this game. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair to say. And it was sort of discussed, like, okay, could we produce something that might be a fun, you know, useful thing for players? Because you got all these big boxes. You have the inlays, which have Mm -hmm. kind of the vacuum-formed things to hold miniatures. But, like, the wells for the cards aren't really the best way to organize them, right? Yeah. It's hard to keep, like, all of your rangers in one place at at a certain point, and you don't want to dig through all these boxes. So we sort of worked together and we designed a storage box that includes like a whole bunch of dividers and stickers and things to kind of allow players to organize their collections much more coherently. And it's going to be big. It can already hold pretty much everything from phase one and two, and it should be able to get you pretty deep into phase three, if not further. I'm not 100% sure of the dimensions, but I think we were pretty liberal with how much we wanted this thing to be able to hold. Very nice. Was there anything else that you can maybe mention? Pre-campaign, I'm not going to say too much more. Sure. There's going to be some cool stuff in the boxes. I'm really excited about the Machine Empire pack and the Psycho Rangers. Sometimes Renegade even like does like special events and like promotions and stuff and they don't tell me about it. I'm like, oh shoot, that sounds cool. <laughs> That's great. I, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be a short campaign. I want to say about two weeks. It's going to be one of the small, very lightning fast pre-order campaign. I don't mm-hmm. think we're doing stretch goals for this one, similar to how we did with Zio. Sure. We're just kind of like putting it out to establish baseline interest and to get it, allow us to sell more directly mm-hmm. rather than having to necessarily wait for like distribution to go through everything. Okay, cool. So during last week's uh, live stream, Scott mentioned that you guys will be using more artists mm-hmm. than Dan Mora, Matt Frank, who have done the previous sets. Are there any new artists working on this particular campaign that you can mention? Yeah, so Rise of the Psycho Rangers, we actually brought Dan Mora back for this one. He was really excited to do nice. the Psycho Rangers. Uh, so you'll see, like, that's a Dan Mora cover on the box, and uh, we've got a lot of cool new art for that from him. We are also, as we did before, we are using some art pulled from the Boom comics uh, mm-hmm. to supplement some of the cards. Uh, so a lot of those were illustrated by Giuseppe Cafaro, who did the Power Rangers the Psychopath comic. Nice. And uh, the Machine Empire pack is actually entirely illustrated by uh, one of our newer illustrators, Catherine Lobo, who did a fantastic job. I love Catherine's work. All of the Machine Empire pack was illustrated by her. It has a really nice, consistent look to it. Very cool. I'm so glad that Dan Mora is back for this because he was one of my favorite artists during Go Go Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. And to see him come back to do like later season sets is really fantastic yeah he definitely seems really enthusiastic whenever he gets a chance to do like (laughs) like he loves mighty morphin but like when he gets to cut loose and do some of the other seasons he he goes wild it's pretty great so about the villain pack was the second villain pack being the machine empire was that just a direct result of the zeo pack that you guys have released earlier or was this just kind of a suggestion as to what the next phase would be so the, the Zeo pack was a uh, fan choice, right? At the end of the mm-hmm. first Kickstarter, we had a big poll for the fans of, you know, everyone who backed the Kickstarter got to vote on who the next team would be. Kind of unsurprisingly, they picked Zeo because um, <laughs> Zeo was an incredibly popular season. It is yeah. kind of the first big change after Mighty Morphin. Yeah, I know there were some fans who were like, guys, they're going to do Zeo anyway. We should pick something else. But, you know, it was Zeo. It was going to be Zeo. <laughs> we all knew. Um, and I think that certainly made the choice much easier than it might have been. Like, mm-hmm. we, we love the Machine Empire. They are very fun, exciting villains. They definitely were going to be included sooner or later. I think Zeo kind of helped them appear sooner. 
Okay. It kind of ties in with the whole space theme and, and the Psycho Rangers. It's, you know, they're another villain group that's on the moon. So thematically, it works for sure. Yeah, and like kind of, the, they, they show up with the big alliance of evil. When yeah. That whole arc. It's nice to have them. They're a really cool set of bosses and villains. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of them is named Louis Kaboom. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> I think that that was a deep cut for a lot of people. He's such a fun character. And his design is so silly. He's just this giant bomb man. <laughs> right. So in addition to all of these campaigns and expansion sets, a lot of the stuff that you guys release for free on the website with these monthly scenarios, and also, like you mentioned earlier, there's some new game modes that have been developed for these expansions. What's been your favorite to work on? Yeah, so the monthly scenario thing has been just kind of a fun process where we are allowed to do little minor tweaks and actually add a little bit more story flavor to it. Because Heroes of the Grid doesn't have a narrative campaign the way like Imperial Assault does, partly because like Power Rangers is at its core kind of a Monster of the Week type show. And we want to let players like fully mix and match stuff and tying us into a narrative would want like make players be like oh well we should really you know the green ranger is not good yet so we can't use the green ranger we want players to like get to use the green ranger to get to use like you know all the tommy olivers if they want Mm -hmm. but when we do scenarios it kind of lets us do very specific things set up very cool setups and make twists that wouldn't necessarily have like the staying power for like a full variant mode that we would include in a rule book Right. We like the variant modes to be kind of expressive and to have a lot of uh, replayability where the scenarios are kind of, some of the scenarios are actually really replayable, but like many of them are meant to be like, hey, here's one cool thing, right? Like, mm. I think the Hidden Zords is one of my favorite ones, which is one where instead of unlocking Zords through normal gameplay, you actually have to kind of put in effort to find Zords that get seeded around the map every round. Mm-hmm. And it also allows Rangers to kind of have Zords that they don't normally bring. So like, instead of bringing the Zord that is associated with your ranger you kind of get a random one and you get to see some neat combinations with that of like oh man what if jason had the lion hyper zord right right and that would be quite fun for me personally uh i have a soft spot for the halloween scenario where i got to write my very own awful 90s rap lyrics for pumpkin rap in the flavor text and that was just that was a blast that's awesome So when creating these types of either the monthly scenarios or game types for the expansions, what are some of the unique challenges that you have to deal with as a game designer? So I think it can vary tremendously. Like the more options you provide into a scenario, the harder it is to test, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause it's like, Oh, if this scenario allows any combination of rangers, well, shoot, now we need to know if every single ranger will work in it, right? Mm. Like, there is one scenario which involves all of the rangers having their powers swapped around, and so you sort of get the combat deck of one ranger, but the basic character power of another ranger. And that's really cool, except some rangers, their combat deck and their character power are very tied together. Yeah. And so we kind of made it a point to limit that particular scenario, even though it works for most rangers, Mm -hmm. like, to kind of keep it clear we just were like okay mighty morphin the mighty morphin team all works for the scenario you play with the mighty morphin team and it definitely works and other players can like mix it up but there are certain characters that just don't really interact with it super well Mm -hmm. and having to be mindful of that and having to be aware of that is a big part of the design process overall like kind of making sure that the scenarios play well and are fun and are introducing something new are always interesting challenges Mm -hmm. and i really want to make sure to keep the game fresh and keeping up with that while also producing new content and new rangers and new characters 
It's a lot. It's definitely filling up many hours of my day. But man, what a fun job. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm happy. It's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's been, it certainly is interesting. And I've been continually impressed at the system that we kind of got cooked up. When I first designed it, I was like, I was really happy that I was able to even just get the core Rangers kind of done and it works and it feels good. But as we've moved along, like I've seen, we've gotten a lot of really cool new abilities and new mecha- mm-hmm. mechanisms that work really well. Uh, the game can be really expressive and create some really cool new powers. Like the ally pack, which we released has like the phantom ranger who kind of interacts with the game board and movement completely differently from any other ranger. And it's been kind of cool getting to really flex the limits of a system like this, which other games, like you kind of have a more limited palette, right? Like, you know, working in like doom, for example, there are less than 20 different kinds of demons in doom. There are, Mm -hmm. you know, only so many guns. There are only so like, it's this very limited thing. there's like a million there's no limit to the number of <laughs> monsters and rangers and like i you know we couldn't even begin to get everything if we right. even wanted to right like every season has like 40 monsters it's tough having to pick and choose mm-hmm. but it is awesome having that amount of content right like if this oh, yeah. game keeps getting supported like we could keep going for like 20 years you know <laughs> if not more as the series kind of keeps going Speaking of that newest ally pack uh, that'll be shipping soon, personally, I just want to say thank you for including Shadow Ranger. That is, like, hands down my favorite ranger of all time. Oh, yeah. So when I saw him in there, I was like, yep, got to pre-order this. Anubis Kruger. (laughs) Yeah, like, the, the allies pack was definitely one where it's like, all right, let's see how many specific, like, there are a lot of players who are like, hmm, I've been really, I'm really waiting for this set or whatever. Rather than forcing everyone to wait for like the full SPD team or waiting for full Lightspeed Rescue team or what have mm-hmm. you, we're just like, look, okay, we all love Magna Defender. He's not even part of the core <laughs> team. Let's just here the yeah. Magna Defender's here. You know, Anubis Kruger is here. Phantom Ranger is here. That's definitely not the last grab bag set of mm. Rangers. For- the ally pack was very fun nice to design for certainly and we get a lot of fans we're like every fan kind of got to announce like who they were excited about right some people (laughs) like i can't wait to get the gold ranger oh i can't wait to get ninja like it was great that's so cool so earlier we talked about the storage box option a lot of fans are really thankful for that so on your own note are there any other type of like board gaming staples that you would like to see get added into future campaigns with a little Power Rangers twist? So uh, I know a lot of fans have already like gone through and like 3D printed their own like huge dice towers. Like it's like a Zordon tube one and like a command center one that I just saw on the Facebook page. I really don't know if Renegade would have the resources to produce something like that or if Mm -hmm. necessarily the market would be there if we tried to sell something like that. But I definitely think those are super awesome. I know some players have put their, like, big play maps that people have produced with, like, the combat sequence laid out on it, and those are quite cool. We actually include something like that in the Psycho Rangers pack, because oh, the cool. master the Mastermind mode actually has a unique way of uh, interacting with the uh, combat sequence. Mm. Like, they actually don't play using the normal 2x4 combat layout. They play a little differently, and so there's a special combat grid for that. And on the other side, there's a 2x4 combat grid you can use for the normal games. Oh, cool. And so that's kind of a nice little component that we added. It's like a little quality of life thing. It's honestly not as nice as the full expensive play mat that like the players had custom printed. Um, yeah, but, I actually I picked up one of the, the grid mat campaign yeah. that was and that that was like awesome. I was not plugged in. I missed the campaign. I'm oh, like, no. how do I get one of those? 
I, I think he's going to do another round of those once the whole situation kind of uh, clears up this year. But yeah, that'd be cool. It's just really awesome to see that the fans create their own bonus content for, for this. It's, it's really cool to see the community come together like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sign of the health of the game that players are so excited that they want to, like, kind of generate their own independent content. Like, I kind of am not legally allowed to really sure. too much of it, you know? Like, I, you know, there's a whole amount of, you know, copyright stuff that uh, prevents me from really being allowed to dig in and, like, look at all the, check out the cool ideas from fans. Uh, but I've heard people are having a good time, and I'm, I think that's cool. Speaking of of the fans, the Facebook group uh for this game is massive. <laughs> it's like taking a life of its own and uh it, it's really cool to see all the interaction uh from there. Have there been any favorite moments or stories you've encountered from fans of the game whether it be like a convention or in the group or like a really cool interaction that you've had? I've had a lot of really fun interactions at events. Like it was really cool getting to meet fans and talk to them at shows and conventions. I think uh, the very first time we ever demoed the game was at Power Morphicon. Yeah. Um, and that was back like when it was still in honestly a prototype state. Like, it, you know, we had a few of the miniatures sculpted to show off, but like, you know, all the cards were just like sleeved Pokemon cards with like bits of paper put in front of them. It was very, <laughs> you know, it was a very early prototype that we had built out. But and, you know, that game was a much worse game than the game is now. But even back then, you know, fans were so excited to see like a cool Power Rangers board game mm-hmm. that they like, you know, we would have fans who were like, they would come back throughout the day. They would just keep signing up to get more and more, to get demos over and over again so they could get a chance to play with each of the Rangers and like try each of the things. And kind of at the end of Power Morphicon, that's when I kind of knew that like, okay, we got something here, right? This yeah. isn't going to be, I think like the fans care and the fans like it. And that kind of was something really important for me to get right because I'm mm-hmm. a fan and I love this series so much. You know, I kind of want to do my due diligence. I don't want players to think that it's just a franchise cash grab that we're just phoning it in. Like right. I, if nothing else, I am <laughs> putting in the time to make sure that we're doing Power Rangers right. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nuts. Yeah, uh, I think the other thing I do enjoy doing on the Facebook group is like everyone loves speculating about what's coming down the pipe <laughs> and like kind of what content is coming. Every once in a while, like Scott or I will just kind of mix things up, and be like, "Say, what do you guys think about you know?" Among these rangers, who do you like? And, you know, unofficial <laughs> polls are like mentioning simple, silly things. And 90, like 95% of the time, uh, the fan speculation is wrong or like they don't really have a great sense of what production is like or what is even feasible. Or it's just kind of they, they're theorizing in the wrong direction. But every once in a while, I see someone who like absolutely nails it. Like there is someone on the Facebook group who has basically already described how the Psycho Rangers uh, will play in one of the modes. And oh. I was like, oh, dang, they got it. And I'm like, well, they're going to be very proud of themselves. <laughs> if you could make any team, this is an official renegade, whatever. This is just if Jonathan Ying could have his dream team of Rangers in a set to make for uh, Heroes of the Grid, what would it be? So are you saying, like, is there a, a particular, like, series I would want to have included in the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, because, like, you know, we could all, like, pick out, like, all of our favorites. I mean, I would just, like, I don't know, how many times has Adam Park appeared? Let's go, right. let's start there, right? Like, <laughs> Hey, Adam, Adam Park pack, you, you did yeah, the Tommy I mean, Oliver. <laughs> we did a Tommy Oliver, right? Like, I, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, 
I think, yeah, we'll see about that one. Like, I'm <laughs> pushing for it. But um, generally, like, you know, even here, right? Like, I don't want to confirm or deconfirm anything. Because, like, oh, sure, we may sure. even be working on some Rangers that I'm really excited to put in. Oh, okay. But there are certainly some teams that mm. I'm willing to say, uh, if, if and when we get to them, will be particularly challenging for some mm. one reason or another. Like, Dino Charge, right? If we wanted to go the full hog oh. on Dino Charge, that's ten Rangers just to cover the Rangers, right? Right. And, you know, including <laughs> Heckle, right? Like, yeah. you know, that would be two whole character packs, which we theoretically mm. could do, right? Just, like, kind of split out the team pack into two packs, but... And there are a lot of Dino Charge fans, but, like, for the players who don't love Dino Charge, like, I feel like they might feel a bit left in the lurch right because that mm-hmm. is so you know that could have been a whole nother team right uh, and so like justifying doing that much dino charge all at once would be quite tricky mm. um even though like i love dino charge dino charge is one of my favorite seasons oh, uh, yeah. likewise honestly i think rpm would be an awesome candidate for a big box insofar mm-hmm. as like the actual like content and like the carrot like the character counts and all that would fit really well but that would be like one box focused entirely on rpm yeah. And that season is very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of folks who really didn't like how different it was from like classic Power Rangers. And whereas other fans, it was their absolute favorite season. And I am slightly worried if we do an RPM <laughs> thing, it may, you know, re-spark that, you know, that holy debate. Board. Yeah. <laughs> I really love RPM, but uh, one of my co-hosts, she absolutely just doesn't like it. Yeah, and... <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it was really different, right? It was yeah. so different. And, like, you know, that worked for some people and it didn't work for others. And, you know, that's totally fair, right? Both p- positions are valid. But where does that put the content of the game, right? Like, I, you know, we'll certainly get some amount of RPM content. But mm-hmm. uh, it sometimes can be a struggle, particularly when some of the breakout characters are part of the core team. You kind of right. don't want to, ju- like, it, it's hard to break up a team. That's, like, one of the big things, right? Mm-hmm. Like. The Tommy Oliver pack was a little easier because we had that theme to go with. And, you know, we also have alternate choices, right? Like, if we, you know, even though Turbo Red Tommy is in the Tommy Oliver pack, if we do Turbo, we'll just, you know, we'll just do TJ, right? That's easy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if we do, like, if we do Dylan, if we take Ranger Operator Series 4, does that mean we can't do the other RPM Rangers? Is he just missing from that pack? Uh, it's been a question already, like, you know, mm-hmm. when we get to Time Force, like, what are we going to do? Jen Scotts was in Shattered Grid. Mm-hmm. and that sort of kind of content acrobatics can be a little tricky sure yeah but you know we're doing our best and i'm, I'm still really excited about the stuff coming down the pipe yeah that's awesome well i'm pretty much out of questions on my <laughs> end i think a lot of us are really looking forward to everything that's coming up for rise of the psycho rangers a lot of people love in space the psycho rangers are a big hit i really hope for the success of the next campaign coming up so as a fan myself i'm just really looking forward to this set thank you so much yeah fingers crossed i'm really excited about it too i think we've got some cool new mechanics coming up and uh it it, i will say the psycho rangers are very hard they're (laughs) they're not for the faint of heart uh as far as like the actual battles go like the full Psycho Ranger mode is like one of the hardest modes we've made yet. So if you're looking for a challenge, buckle up. As it should be. Yeah. They were tough in the show. So yeah, that's awesome. Stronger than you, faster than you, smarter than you, <laughs> and evil. <laughs> All right. Well, Jonathan, anywhere that our listeners can either reach out through social media, 
definitely recommend joining the Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid Facebook group. I'm fairly mm-hmm. regular on there. You can also find me on Twitter, search my name, or at Fancymancer, okay. which is my Twitter handle that I have yet to change, uh, despite <laughs> it like being kind of a complicated one to say on podcasts. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find online. You can also check out my website, jonathanying.com, which just says all of the things you said at the start of this video, like the games <laughs> I've made and stuff. But yeah. Awesome. It's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast, and we're definitely looking really forward to the next expansion and also future expansions. So once again, thanks for taking the time to do the interview. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.